Hey, Manjid, I will sell you this pen for a million dollars. Nah, I'm okay, thanks. Just buy it. No. Buy the pen. No. Just buy the damn pen. You know, you really need to work on your sales skills. Hey, guys. So this episode is sponsored by Sales Society. As everyone listening knows, part of starting a successful startup is sales. And Sales Society is a place where you can learn sales techniques and tips to grow your business. Now, we wouldn't bring you something that we haven't tried ourselves. I personally have used Sales Society's courses and learned how to follow up creatively without nagging, how to re-engage those disappearing clients, as well as how to schedule more meetings that result in closing more sales and getting referrals. And of course, we got you guys an amazing deal. If you head over to the link in the episode description, salessocietymm.com, and put in the offer code YELLA at checkout, you will get two months free gold pass access, which means you get full access to all the courses, downloadable scripts, audios, videos, and templates. How awesome is that? Now, Majid, let me tell you a little more about this pen. On today's episode, we have some difficult conversations about content, we review what people thought of our new show, and we make some difficult decisions. Hi, welcome to Yalla. I'm Majid. And I'm Mishari. And we're starting a podcast company. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And I've made a podcast before. So I guess we're qualified. What's the worst that could happen? Don't even get me started. We are back. So before we start, because this episode is going to be a bit heavy. Do you want to hear something (laughs) funny? Yes, please. So it turns out my dad's been listening. What? <laughs> no way. Yeah. You know what? That makes me wonder. I don't know if my mom's been listening. Like, I need to check if my, I know my brother's listening, but like, wow. So what's your dad say? So, I mean, my dad's older. He doesn't really understand the whole podcasting scenario. So I have no idea how he started listening. Wait, got there. <laughs> I'm assuming one of my siblings like set it up for him. Oh, right. But like he's like I've spoken to him about millennial mirrors and about okay. interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's kind of what he knows about like my podcast. So then he's listening to this and he's like, I'm confused. I thought you said you were doing interviews and I thought you were starting a company. It just sounds like you and your friend are having fun. <laughs> <laughs> the, the old school, like this is not business. <laughs> well, it's not only, it's not only him. Layla had the same opinion. Of <laughs> okay. Let's, let's set it straight here, guys. We're on the podcast reviewing what weeks work of, of you know like meetings and yeah. decisions we've made so this is not the tip of the iceberg no i don't that's not the right like metaphor <laughs> this is the um the diet pepsi version of what we've been going <laughs> through basically <laughs> pretty much but like it's it was just like i not in a million years would i've expected my dad to have been listening to our podcast well, that's cool well yeah uh boom <laughs> shari Hi, Dad. <laughs> so, yeah, right. so I just thought I'd let you know. That's good to know. I'm going to watch what I say now. <laughs> you have to watch what you say. I have to now, like, act like, I don't know, like I know what I'm doing. doing. I don't know. All right, man. Okay. So, um, we're about to do Millennial Mirrors Season 2. Yes, I'm excited to talk to someone other than you. <laughs> yeah, right. So we've got our production schedule. Yeah, so the production schedule is nearly done. We're going to start setting up the interviews next week. Uh, cool. Research is pretty much done um, for a lot of the episodes. Uh, we still have some guests that we need to book, but otherwise we're good. And we're also out and about um, looking for sponsors and advertisers, which has been a bit weird. I'm not going to lie. I think it's it's exciting because... 
at least for me, when we go into the meeting rooms, um, you've got Millennial Mirror Season 1. Yeah. So you've got something to show. So there is really something to pitch. Um, and I think Millennial Mirror Season 2 is ambitious. So there's that's super exciting. Um, it's... I th the best feeling is when somebody goes, I know the show. Yeah, no, that and I is... I can see your face light up, which is cool. <laughs> that is always a, a fun feeling when someone's like, oh yeah, I know Millennial Mirrors. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> so I think th that's a lot of credit to you, yeah. to the, the reputation you've built that precedes you. And really, um, it gives me a good feeling going into a meeting when I hear that because we're only building on that yeah. to be able to pitch. And... Pitching has been sometimes awkward, though, because like when we look at the topics in Millennial Mirrors, some of them are controversial. And when you're talking to a brand that doesn't want to be advertising on a controversial kind of on controversial yeah, subject matter. Yeah, yeah there's 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 sensitive matters. And, it, and, and this was the whole thing about the conversations we've been having. <laughs> so, yeah. So for you guys who are out there listening, we kind of had a tense few conversations about the content on millennial mirrors specifically the sex episode yeah so <laughs> there was there was concerns about the topic of sex and sex education yeah. and how that was going to be approached and i have to give credit to you you were the one who called me and said what do you think and then i was like yeah no <laughs> <laughs> and then we had to have a couple more conversations yeah. about how to go about it. Here's the thing. Like, I really, like, because I was worried about it when it was flagged to us. And I think, like, I was calling you and I was expecting you to be like, you know what, Mishari? No, like, if anyone is going to be able to handle this in a way that, you know, walks the line and, mm -hmm. you know, doesn't get us in trouble, it's you. I believe in you. Go do it. And instead, what I got was like, yeah, no, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. For me, the I think part of my job is, to also ensure that we protect the business. Yeah. And my concern was not that you could not do it. I thought we were just not well informed enough. Yeah. And and really for me it comes down to the more information you have, the more information we can work with, the more confidently we can do that. I have no I and we got this out in the conversation. There's no questioning your skill. You're very deft at handling sensitivities. Um, it was just about ensuring we don't by mistake think we're on side yeah. and then people call us out and say oh well this isn't inappropriate but i mean it took a lot of i mean the conversations were serious and that's how we got this understanding yeah, that's how absolutely you got to understand what i was feeling and i felt like okay no i need you to trust me and i got to be like okay no it's not a matter of trust he just thinks that you know we yeah, need to kind of like exactly and i think this is in in every co-founder sort of startup relationship there are things you assume that everybody sees the same way yeah but when you come to a point where you're seeing things differently or perspectives are different, conversation will always help you navigate to a win-win. But props to us because, I mean, we dealt with it right then and there. Yeah. We didn't let it simmer, which, I mean, if you go back to, I think it was episode two or three, there was yeah. a lot of simmering that was yeah, 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 exactly. We've worked our, our methodology out. And I'm really yeah. happy that you were so forthcoming, straightforward about it. And we could always talk about it yeah. just and put it on the table. And I mean, who knows? I might not even find a guest for the sex episode. So the sex <laughs> episode might not happen. If you're out there and you want to talk about sex with Michelle, <laughs> let's, let's, let's term it sex education so we don't scare everybody off. But um, other than that, weren't you working on a pilot? So, yeah, the pilot, <laughs> the infamous pilot. Oh, FML. Okay. So first of all, let's tell people a bit what about what the pilot was about. Yeah. So the, the show was going to be a news aggregator. 
Today, there's so much news going around. There's so much information across so many different platforms. You know, we thought we could actually curate a good selection of regional stuff. Yeah, of regional that's stuff happening just in the region Thank rather you. than just international. Yeah, not regions. international. If you if you wanted to know the pulse of the region, this would be the show. Yeah. But um, it's been a rough road. I think, A, we didn't realize kind of the amount of research and time and effort that goes into doing something yeah. like this, especially when it's so time sensitive. Yes. Because it's not like, for example, Millennial Mirrors, I can sit down and do research for months. And then yeah. whenever I choose to release it, I choose to release it. Yeah, and we it. wanted a weekly release schedule. And then hopefully at some point, the ambition was to have a five day a week. I mean, that you're on a 24 hour clock yeah. there. And so that's a lot of work that we did not foresee. So and all, all the journalists listening, we take our hat off to you. The yeah. job is not easy. We totally got put in our place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of late nights of me just sitting there looking at news articles and sending them to the host yeah. and him sending them back and stuff like that. But we finally like managed to like shoot a pilot. Yeah. How, how did that first pilot go? Um, you mean the one we lost all the footage for? <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is really, you know, where your patience gets tested. Oh yeah. So yeah. So the first pilot we lost the footage for, but then we refilmed the first pilot Yeah. and the feedback was not great. So, so let's listen in. This is feedback from a woman called Donna, who's in one of our focus groups. Hello. I hope you're doing well, whoever, whoever is listening to this right now. I just wanted to share with you my thoughts regarding Akhbarik pilot episode. So I'm going to start with the setup. Uh, when I clicked on the link to watch the video, I was very alarmed by the red walls. Uh, I did not get a welcoming feel, if that makes sense. And um, the more I watched the video, the more claustrophobic I got. Uh, now, I'm not sure if it's because of the shade of red that's used or if it's because the whole setup feel. This definitely wasn't easy on the eyes. Additionally, you have the shelves. The shelves were so distracting. There was so much going on with them. I know at some point I actually stopped listening to the host and I was too focused on what was going on there. So that's definitely something you need to work on. Um... Also, the desk. The desk that's used really reminded me of, yani, reminded me of my elementary days back in school. Um, it felt like I'm listening to one of my classmates rather than, you know, having a conversation or listening to someone else's opinion, you know, a grown-up's opinion. Um, so that should be uh, uh, reconsidered. Also, the mic. The mic is put in the center, and it's so big that... I couldn't take the whole thing seriously. Now, I don't know if I'm being brutally honest, but I just think maybe if you used a clip-on mic, it would be better. Um, yeah. And brutally honest is what we asked for. And, well, that was just about the setup, and she goes on for three more minutes. Well, we won't bore you with the details, but suffice it to say, it was not good. I told you you should have let me spray paint the mics gold. <laughs> Could you imagine then? Like, it's, it's bad enough that it's too big. Now it's going to be gold. <laughs> Everything's better if it's gold, Maj. Especially in the Khalij. Don't you know that? So, I mean, this is... This is uh, <laughs> and, the, and the color. Yeah. I am never choosing a room color again. I am scarred for life. I am never painting a room. <laughs> Ever again. It's just not no, going to happen. I, I, I have to say, like... So there was a lot of learning alone in that in that feedback um and well 
<laughs> Man. <laughs> so wait, wait, there's more. <laughs> okay. So that was the setup. We have someone else who gave us some feedback about content as well. So this is Abdullah um, from one of our focus groups talking about the content. I think you need to put in something like humor. And uh, it sounds like the presenter is always on the same wavelength, right? I think, I think you need that variation of ups and downs, of serious, and then it's funny, then it's sad, then it's, you know, give me that, that roller coaster of emotion uh, somehow through, through the nose. Then it gets, um, wavelength, I think it's, uh, it's, it's boring a bit. The accent, I think, threw me off a bit. Um, and um, okay, it's fine. Lahja Ardania is usually seen as um, universal in terms of Dual Arabia, and everyone understands it. Too. But um, I, it, I think it really depends on your target audience. And if you're going after Khaliji mostly, I think that might alienate them, Shoy. So we knew the accent was an important part, and I think that kind of hits it home. Yeah, there's. I mean, you can't make everybody happy, yeah. but that feedback is, is giving me some clarity on you're trying to engage people. Yeah. And if you hold the same tone throughout the whole stuff, and it could be dry stuff, yeah, really, yeah, you're yeah. trying to bring energy, as you put it, bring the dynam- dynamicism or make it more dynamic. Um, and then topics like, wow, like drill it down to two, three, maybe max. Yeah. I mean, the difference between too much to too little. But I mean, that's the importance of getting feedback, right? I mean, I think yeah. that's why we do pilots. That's why we send them out so that we can get this feedback and rework things. Uh, and we did rework it and we filmed a, a second pilot. So after the break, we'll talk about filming the second pilot of our show and what people thought of that. So this episode is sponsored by Peninsula Farms. Look, I'm a bar soap guy, always have been, always will be. Please tell me you've tried the product. I tried it and I also checked out their website and apparently the goat milk mixed with the olive oil and coconut are the perfect balance to nourish your skin and cleanse it. If you guys want to grab some of this, head on over to PeninsulaFarms.com or click the link in the episode description and treat yourself to some goat milk soap. It also smells really good, guys. So, Majid, I know you're all about bootstrapping. What if we gave our listeners a chance to save some money as well? As long as it doesn't cost me any money, I'm down. So we set up this cool deal with Noon.com. If our listeners buy anything and use coupon code POD15, they get 10% off their purchase. Wait, do we get to use this as well? Uh, I guess. Why? What are you planning on buying me? <laughs> Not going to happen, buddy. So guys, head over to Noon.com and use coupon code POD15 for 10% off all of your purchases. Buy me a present. Um, so like we said before the break, uh, we took everyone's feedback into consideration and we did a second run through of the pilot. Not, not, not just a second run through. Let, let's be honest. We painted the studio again. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we painted the studio since everyone was so upset with like. I the... think I, I, I think only maybe one or two people didn't have an issue with the red color. I think those one or two people were me and exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're the one and two That's people. Literally, you and me are like, yeah, I think yeah. it'll work. 
And we got like a lapel mic and yeah. we had the host stand so that it can be a bit more lively and they could be a bit more relaxed. While and how did talking. that work? Did that change the dynamic? It did. It changed the dynamic quite a bit. Like, and we made sure there was a bit more kind of change in the tone. Energy, and basically. Energy yeah. and we brought some humor into it. Uh, so it was pretty cool. Did you redo the same content or you did? No, no, we, we did different content. We, we, we had, so again, it was a whole bunch of like, or whole new episode. Yeah. Researching, writing, (laughs) basically working, working out the flow of how you would put the the episode Um, together. Yeah. Yeah. So we did all of that and I think we got some feedback from our second pilot too, right? Uh, so about that, what? What? <laughs> um, so you remember how like we filmed the, the pilot? Yeah. Um, we didn't actually manage to get the video of the pilot done because we um, lost it again. Well, we didn't lose it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, our video editors, um, laptop. Our, you know, the part-time yeah. video editor yeah, yeah. that we're using, uh, his laptop kind of died. What? Here's So he sent me a video. Let okay, me sh- no, show cool, it to man. You. Like, it was, Let is me his laptop you. okay? <laughs> like, I give a F about his laptop. Check this out. So basically, the same thing that happened last time when we were in the coffee shop happened again. I was exporting. And oh, man. It just crashed. It gave me the blue screen for that one. The here they had sad face more than shoe something went wrong. But then so I, I was like, Halas, I'll just restart it. I restarted and it's coming up to the screen. And when it comes up to the screen, yeah, like any it doesn't even do anything. So like I can't even press on anything. That is not a good screen. No, this is probably another hard that disk. That is that failure, is the blue screen of but death. This is a permanent hard disk failure. So what I can do is oh, uh, shit. I can probably go to a shop in Karama and they extract the information from the computer magnetically. So point being, um, we don't have a pilot to send to people. Oh man. It's almost like what, what, what the universe doesn't want us to have this show done. Listen, there's, it's one hard knock after another. But I think this has been a, a teething experience because I think the big takeaway is not only that maybe the, the, the show is difficult to do because you need journalistic you know, skills and there's a lot of sort of pre-setup and research and all that. And then the energy and the host dynamic. But I think video is maybe not our jam. Yeah, so I mean, I think... Before we move on to the to the video issue, I think just in general, doing a show about something like the news, it requires a certain level of quality and integrity when it comes to like research and facts. Absolutely. And, and I don't want to put something out there until I feel like we are ready to tackle a, a beast and a monster like that. Not only that, we, we want to make sure we deliver quality. So even though we have worked on this pilot for... I think at this point, three months, Yeah, we're killing the shell. Yep. And it, it's a decision we have to make. We have yeah. only so many resources we can put um, into all the shows we want to do. Yeah. And I think we, we learned the hard way that this is maybe too much at the moment. Yeah. And we'd love to come back to it with the right skill set. But it the most valuable lesson I think I took away, which is what you mentioned, the fact that yeah. like, why the hell are we doing video? 
Yeah. There was, there were, I, I'll, let me, I've been thinking about this journey um, in some ways to justify it, but also to understand what happened. The focus groups were telling us we want video, we like video, yeah. that's where we are. So we read two things there. One, that's where our future audiences, mm -hmm. i.e. the people we want listening to our stuff are on YouTube, so we can go find them there. Yeah. And secondly, it is a medium that most of the younger generation are consuming, so we have to go and, you know, it's audio. All we have yeah. to do is film ourselves. And then, then we learned the hard way that, well, that's A, not easy, B, a whole different production system. And ultimately, it's a lot of work and a lot of investment. Yeah. So you guys might remember that I think it was in episode four. We said that our next episode was going to be on video. And then we actually have, I think, episode five and episode six where we say, hey, we're in the studio and we're filming and all of that. Yeah. But they, we never actually released those episodes on film because the quality of the film and the quality of what we were getting was not something that we felt we could release. Yeah, exactly. There was just too many technical issues and we kept like, we'd fix something and then we'd learn something else would pop up and it was just, it's not our jam. It's not where we're comfortable. And it's not I, our strength. Yeah. And I and think we should go with our strength. Which is podcasting. And at the end of the day, if we say podcasting is what we want to do and yeah. that's the medium that we love and we believe in, then why dilute it? Absolutely. At least not now, when we have so little resources. No, I mean, as as any startup, you have to learn how to roll with the punches. Um, so, with that in mind, what's happening in the next episode? <laughs> like how you always ask me this question. <laughs> like I'm supposed to somehow magically know. I mean, we're working on a lot of stuff, as you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure one of them will blow up in our face. <laughs> and we can talk about it on the next It'll episode. Make good, it'll make for good talking. <laughs> but uh, as of now, I don't know what to tell you specifically. Uh, but more importantly, are you going to be able to do the outro or are you going to choke like last time? So join us on the next episode to find out which way this goes because we sure as hell don't know. You can find Yella on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Angami, or wherever else you get your episodes from. This has been a production of Finial Media, recording out of Dubai. Thanks to everyone for listening, and we love your feedback, so keep it coming. This is Majal Qasmi saying, Ma'assalama. And I'm Shadi. Bye, guys. Good job. You managed to do the outro this time. <laughs> hey, Majid. I will sell you this pen for a million dollars. Nah, I'm okay, thanks. Just buy it. No. Buy the pen. No. Just buy the damn pen. You know, you really need to work on your sales skills. Hey guys, so this episode is sponsored by Sales Society. As everyone listening knows, part of starting a successful startup is sales. And Sales Society is a place where you can learn sales techniques and tips to grow your business. Now we wouldn't bring you something that we haven't tried ourselves. I personally have used Sales Society's courses and learned how to follow up creatively without nagging, how to re-engage those disappearing clients, as well as how to schedule more meetings that result in closing more sales and getting referrals. And of course, we got you guys an amazing deal. If you head over to the link in the episode description, salessocietymm.com, and put in the offer code YELLA at checkout, you will get two months free gold pass access, which means you get full access to all the courses, downloadable scripts, audios, videos, and templates. How awesome is that? Now, Majid, let me tell you a little more about this pen.